Bonnie, you and I, my friend, are in France. Bonjour. Bonjour. Ça va? Bien. <laughs> Very good. Uh, now, guys, welcome back to another episode of the MindMate podcast. I've got my darling partner here with me. Her name oh, is, what is your name? Siobhan. <laughs> Siobhan McLeod. And uh, we are introing this week's podcast because this is a recall of the first podcast you and I ever did together, which yes. was about the law of attraction, psychedelics, personal responsibility. Do you remember it? No. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a long time ago. Uh, we're going to be doing lots of podcasts this year together, Hopefully. aren't we? Yeah. Hopefully. Yep. You want to start your own one with us? Yep. Yep. What's that called? Toing and froing. Which is awesome because it's a little nickname that we call each other fro. And it's about all our traveling. And it's about all our traveling and stuff as well, which could be cool. But right here, right now, this is the My Mate podcast, of course, bringing you uh, spirituality, psychology, and authenticity. And although I am biased, I do believe that my partner is highly authentic, and mm-hmm. um, which is pretty radical. Uh, in terms of this week's podcast, guys, I know we touched on it briefly before, but the law of attraction. Actually, do you want to let let the guys know a little bit about what the law of attraction essentially means to you? Because I was I was questioning you a little bit. So yeah, um, pretty much is the thing I go by is like finding the positives in every situation, and basically what you think about, you bring about. But also, like, you've got to take action in that respect as well. Like, you create your own reality. Um, and I discovered that when I was about, like, God, something like 17 years old, I think I mm. said. So roughly between the age of, like, 16 to 18. And, yeah, it's been a, a game changer. How do you... Someone could out so be, could be out there right now thinking, well, that's all well and great, but I have three kids, I'm a single mother, I'm working three jobs... And I don't know when the next paycheck will come in and how to pay for this week's bill, which is already overdue. How would you, I know, how would you say to someone in that circumstance uh, to always look at the positive, for example? Like, what would you, what would you, what sort of advice? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at the positive. Like, you probably have three amazing kids, you have a roof over your head. You probably get to eat and every single t- decision you've made has mm. got you there. Mm. So what's not to be positive about it? <laughs> it's good. No, I do like the positive stuff. I think um, it's good to recognize the positive stuff because it's so easy to complain and it's so, so easy, easy to look at the negatives. Yeah. But I think you find that the really successful people out there and however you want to measure success is up to you. But the epitome of someone you would want to be or someone you'd want to be like isn't someone that just had it all for them in their life. In fact, they probably had more things to be negative and complain about in their life because they did get so successful and look at the positive side of things. Mm. What does uh, Where does gratitude come into that, Bonnie? Well, just, I don't know, be grateful for everything. Why, like, why would we be grateful for everything? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Because... Well, some people, out there, some people out there aren't as positive as you. Yeah, but just think like you can. There's always someone in a worse situation, or the situation can always be worse. So therefore, you should be grateful in your current situation. That's mm. the way I see it. Mm. There is. There's always out someone out there who's uh, who's really really doing it tough. Yeah. And then there's yeah. someone doing it tougher than he or she. Exactly. So you can be grateful for what you've got, and yeah. I think gratitude just brings you into the present too. Yeah, for sure. Gets you out of your head. Yeah. I really like that tapping thing you taught me as well. Whenever you got thoughts that are troubling you, you can just tap your head, and it kind of you know, takes you away from the thoughts and the mind yeah. a bit. Or focus on your breath. Focus on your breath. Yeah. 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 That's huge. 
So guys, uh, that was some of the banter that we did in the podcast. Mm. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll speak to you after it. Goodbye for now from France. <laughs> Goodbye. From this distant vantage point, the earth might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, preserve, cherish, the only home we've ever known. The Pale Blue Dot. Is this your first podcast? Yeah. Have you always wanted to do one before? Like, I feel like us just chatting normally is like a podcast. Yeah. Except there's a microphone facing us. Yeah. And a computer. And a camera. (laughs) And 70 people over there. I know. So, what did you get up to this weekend? Um, what did we do? No, no, no. Hang on. I'm going to rephrase that. How was your sound healing experience this weekend? Oh, yeah, great. So good. But it's the first time I've done it, so I've got nothing to compare it to. Mm. Nothing. So, what was it all about then? So, we went into a room, mm-hmm. there was a guy. What is sound healing? What's sound healing? Sound, apparently, I've never done it before, but sound healing is like a form of meditation. So, um, you go in and they play like, they've got the sound healing bowls. Um, he does like a drum. I'm just putting this in like layman's terms, mm-hmm. people get it. And, um, yeah, he does, like, sound clearing, like, clears out the energy with his voice, just feel hoo-ha about it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really good. I think we, like, meditated for, like, an hour and a half and we lay down. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never, I've literally never done it before, but I was meditating for a while. Because I've, I've never heard about sound healing. I think it's just the vibrations that get in touch with, like, the energy of your body. Mm. And, like works with that that's all clears clears things out yeah yeah okay yeah, and so were you, were you feeling anything uh i definitely felt the vibrations yeah. and i've had like fucking such weird dreams yeah <laughs> i know i know like crazy dreams since then but i don't know like i can't compare it like i'm like yeah i meditate but <laughs> me <laughs> but doing the sound healing i don't know mm. i can't say anything until i've done like three or four or yeah. I've tried out different different sound healings and that's what he was saying as well like the shaman it was a shaman wasn't it yeah it was a shaman yeah and he was saying that you come back you should totally come back he wasn't Indian was he (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he was saying like you should come back and do another one no no no, no. I love love that when people are like yeah come back but when they're like yeah that was great like whatevs Mm, mm. I hope you enjoyed it so were you experienced anything when you were doing it Um, like why would you why would you say it was good just because it was a different form of meditation. Mm. Like, I was just in a room, there was a group of people, there was loads of like crystals around, which I throb on. <laughs> it was like a good vibe. Mm. I just liked it. I just liked the the different environments. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't in a room on my own with my headphones on. I'm like, okay, I'm going to meditate. Someone locking the door. With my app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Headphones <laughs> there like, in. <laughs> there was other people there. Mm, mm. Yeah, I liked it. So, who is Siobhan? Because this is your first podcast, hey? I know. Uh, are you, do you like it? Yeah. Having fun so far? Yeah. With our fresh microphone? I know. The road. I know. It's mad. I know. I don't even, like, I, I, can't, I can't compare this to anything. I know. I have no idea how it's going to go. All mm. I see is, like, people with their headphones on and shit. I know. Well, that's how Bill and I have done it in the past with all our podcasts and things. I know. And can I just say, 
I don't know if I should be proud of this or not. Luke's Dorky? No, I've never listened to one of them. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, you've told me and you've told Bill. (laughs) I've got nothing to compare it to. I know. Nothing. So I have no idea, like, what you're going to ask or how this is going to flow or what's going to happen. I listen to my shit, you listen to your shit. We listen to the same shit. Oh, similar, Mm. I'd say. Well, what's some stuff? I don't, like, I have no idea how your your podcast go, though. Mm. I don't know what you say or what you do or Mm. what you chat about, nothing. We chat a lot about... The same stuff that you and I talk about all the time anyway. Yeah. Well, you tell... Like, I feel like the reason I don't need to listen to it is because you tell me all this stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, who... For people that don't know you, Shitty, um, give us, like, a little description. Because I think... I think one of the reasons, obviously, why I like you so much as well, but is... An interesting thing about you is... Your work is, like, the tip of the iceberg. And there are a lot of people out there that probably would... That that know you, that would perceive you as... Siobhan, the small little CrossFit coach, you know, <laughs> Thanks. that tell everyone, tells everyone to stop being a bitch, <laughs> but can do it. yeah, but there's a lot more to you than meets the eye. Yeah. So who is Siobhan in 25 words or less? Can I just say, mm-hmm. I did, <laughs> I did a, speaking of meditation, we did a meditation this morning mm-hmm. that was like, I am consciousness. Yeah. I am consciousness. That was good. And it was saying like, who are you? So (laughs) the unconscious is like every single day you're like renewing your person or you're becoming someone different all the time. Like who you are is who you are in the present. Mm. So the like conscious or the person that people would be like, this is Siobhan Mm. would be like a Scottish girl who's a CrossFit coach. This is why I like to think people say. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know all the other shit. She sucks. <laughs> CrossFit coach. I love partying. I fucking love going on adventures, traveling. Hence why I'm like in Australia. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just have like a passion for fitness, partying, adventures. Hence why, like, I started the blog post because everyone was like, "Well, what else do you do?" Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? Like, what are you doing tonight? Mm. And then they wanted to know more and more, and I'm trying to coach them. I'm like, well, you've got to shut up and yeah. work out. But I'll blog about it. Yeah. And then That's good. Read it. Yeah. Mm. So I just, yeah, annoying when <laughs> I'm just going off that meditation that's like, this is your, like, unconscious, and this is your, yeah. Because mm. it's, it's tough. Like, it's a tough question to ask. Well, when someone asks, like, who are you, you know, it's a tough question because a lot of a lot of us identify ourselves through what we do yeah, and through totally. the people we like, know. I wouldn't say like if everyone's like, "Oh, so who are you?" I would be like, "I'm a CrossFit coach." Like every day, you're someone different. Yeah. Like or every moment, you're trying to be. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to be someone better all the time. Mm. Like, hence why, like, I meditate every day. I train every day. I research self. I fucking you love read a million blogs. Blogs. I know. <laughs> They're like self development shit. I love it, and I hate people who are like, oh, you're into all that self help. Yeah, I fucking am. <laughs> I love it. I love trying to make myself a better human. Yeah. No matter what people say, I froth on that shit. Mm. Like whether it's like you know how much I love wellness. Like, mm-hmm. Obsessed. Mm. Same with my glass of wine. It's true. Obsessed. It's a low cal mindfulness calorie. Uh... No, it's a red Shiraz. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> But yeah, part part of part of making yourself a better person as well is in respecting how you're perceived as well, because you may be putting out something out there that um, you're getting a lot of negative energy back from a lot of the time, and it's mm. kind of like, oh shit, like I've got to I've got to be aware of this and got to respect that. You know, this has come up once or twice now. What am I putting out there? You know. Yeah, totally. Mm. Has that been enough? <laughs>
I'm fine with that. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. Whatever. I don't care. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like when I started researching the whole, like, negative energy and negative... I would say, like, negative people. Just people that are not on your wavelength. Mm-hmm. I'm like, out of my life. Like, out of my face. You're not in... You're not ruining my little bubble. So I just... Yeah, I literally just cut that, cut it out. Mm-hmm. But what if they're, well, elaborate on that. What do you mean? Um, I just feel like I try and be on this wavelength of as much as I can to be positive that relates to me. So maybe your positive like energy or positive vibes might be completely different, which is fine. But I feel like if people are on the same wavelength, because you attract the people that you're similar to, like mm-hmm. that's what I truly believe. So if you're someone that puts out your positive energy and whatever that is, you're going to attract the same people. Yeah. So I feel like I try and attract that. And obviously you can't help that every day, especially within like my job where I'm dealing with different people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you just attract and you stick with people that are like, I don't know, mm. on the same wavelength as you. Like, like I always attract people that like meditate mm-hmm. or are into like going out and partying. Cause obviously I go out and party with them mm-hmm. or like the amount of people that have said to us, like, oh, like, where are you going this weekend? Try this adventure, try this, try this walk. And, like, that's what you're attracting because that's what you're, like, giving out. Mm, mm. It's interesting. Like, <clears throat> just to play devil's advocate on that, because obviously... Always. Yes, <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I love you. It's great. Um, sure. Yes. So, what would you say? How, could, how would you say that to your younger self or someone that maybe wasn't, isn't open? You can see that they have potential to be a lovely spirited positive person as we all obviously want the best for ourselves um but they're just not open to that so they could be you know eliciting that negative energy um would is that a thing a situation where you would just push that straight away or would you be open to exploring that it's a good question what do you reckon so well if i came across someone that was like so fucking negative yeah you're a drainer yeah yeah because Um, i mean you can help I mean, obviously, and this is not to say that, you know, shivvy's up here and, you know, negative. God, no, I just, uh, yeah, just, like I said, like, you attract people on the same wavelength. Yeah. And that's it. Wherever that wavelength is, for sure. Yeah. Um, And if you're receiving or feeling energy that's kind of um, maybe, maybe not mixing with yours, is that, would you straight away push that away or would you be um, open to opening up a conversation with them or talking or? Um, I feel like. Like, say, the only way I'd, like, really push that or be, like, try this, try that, if it was, like, family, friends, or a client, Mm -hmm. or maybe someone, like, I coach every day, Mm -hmm. then I'd be, like, try and switch it around, or, like, maybe, like, if they're saying something negative, be like, yeah, but what about this? Like, look at the positive side of it, Mm -hmm. or have you read this, or have you read that? Like, Like, you'll always find something you can kind of, like, like, push into it, like, um... Yeah, say they read or they go out mm. and do something or they're complaining all the time. Like, But then you get the people that just complain 24-7 and you're like, yeah, you're a lost cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But we've, like, we've been there where we've complained a lot about things and, you know, what's that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Well, no, absolutely. No, you're, al- like, you don't, like, in saying that, you're totally allowed to vent. Mm. But I feel like you find your one human that you vent to, mm-hmm. that's your human, you vent to them, and that's it. Mm. Like, don't vent to anyone else. Mm. Mm. Like, I hear people complain, the same person complain every single day, all the time. I'm like, man, you need to, like, ch-. Like, I'm mm. not going to be like, you need to change your fucking life. <laughs> mm. 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 Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, complaining. Complaining's a funny one. I think, um, 
we're, and we're all we're all subject to it and we can all you know we can all fall into our ego sometimes and, and mm. complain you know about things all the time um but i think if you keep complaining and blaming the universe and, and all that sort of stuff it's it's only going to give back what you put out there yeah well sorry yeah 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 for sure yeah i've never met someone more direct than you <laughs> that's for sure so you've, yeah. yeah it's interesting yeah but i just i don't know like when something's wrong or something's continuously like you keep coming upon the same thing then you research it or you change it or you look into something else like mm. i don't know i feel like as a human being that's just like standard shit to do it's not though i know but it should be like i, make yourself, I totally agree make yourself better i totally agree but a lot of people are stuck in ruts and, and they can't see the truth mm. you know um i was there i know, know i was gonna say you you did it but you like you started your shit out, right? Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't a simple case of, no, oh, well, I, that's it. No, and then, I know. Um, well, it's a journey. Like, totally. every, every single person has their own journey. Mm. Like, I feel like if you're seeing someone every day that's, like, hating life or going through shit, you, like, you see people improving. Mm. Like, you do see some people improving. And mm. that's, like, what you did. Yeah. Like, I watched you change. <laughs> you did? Yeah. yeah. That'll sound weird. <laughs> no, but it was the definitely... transformation. Yeah, exactly. No, that was... Um, and a lot of that transformation happened before we even met, really. Yeah, exactly. I, f I definitely felt um, like I was um, definitely feeling more like Tom Ahern, you know, as opposed to maybe what um, maybe what I thought the world wanted Tom Ahern to be, you know, mm. um, which, was, which was great. But something that I, I'm going to ask you on the show... You know that that you've never really given me a good a good answer to, which I just can't understand. Is where did you learn about? <laughs> you always ask me. It's a fascinating question for me. It really is. Like, where did you learn about personal responsibility and learning to, as you say, sort your shit out? Like, how? Because that not everyone's like that. You know, not everyone's like I wasn't for sure. Mm. I wasn't someone that was that I didn't understand that blaming the universe and complaining all the time wasn't a healthy thing it's, mm. it's what a lot of people do it's what you know um we can all do when we fall into that path yeah where where did that come from um so my poor mum but i moved out at like the age of 16 mm -hmm. like i was so young i was like fuck this shit like yeah. i was a real rebellious teenager and my poor mum like she was a fucking legend mm. <laughs> just to put it simply um, I moved out when I was like 16, 17 and like then on in it was like, right, you're on your own. It's like bills. What have you got to do? Like you got to set up your house, set up your place. Like I was still working. I was like, shit, like this, this was on, but I actually just went into it so naturally. Like I can't even remember like asking mum or anything for money. I was just like, right, I'm on and this is it. But I loved it. I was like, okay, what else can I do to like be more independent and then I feel like most people have heard of it, but I came across the book, The Secret, mm -hmm. and I read it when I was 17 and I'll never, ever forget reading it. And for me, like that was the earliest, like life changing moment. And it was all about the law of attraction, putting out positive energy and you'll get it back. And I'm like, do you know what? I'll try it. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? I've read this like self-help help book that I love. I'm going to try it. And it worked. Like mm -hmm. I was like, okay. What else can I do? And I feel like that got me to Australia. I feel like that led me in the direction of coaching, like helping, because I was obsessed with like, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I just loved fitness. Like I loved the feeling I got. I loved like meeting people in the gym. I loved training at school. Um, yeah, like just reading that book, which explains everything in it towards like being a positive person and changing yourself to be a better human. Like, yeah, that's 
Why do you think it had such a profound impact on you? I don't know. I don't know. Like, because I literally... it's so it's so woo woo to a lot of people, you know. Fuck yeah! Like, I still hear about people talking about uh, the law of attraction, the universe. Well, whatever, it worked yeah. for me. Yeah, like yeah. it did. Like it seriously. Hmm. Like the whole manifesting stuff worked. And then I attracted. I'll say attracted because I did. Mm -hmm. I worked at a gym in Scotland and I met my best friend today now, Ashley, who worked in the cafe, but I worked in the gym, which is like really weird because she was downstairs, I was upstairs, but we were just like, bang, like straight Mm -hmm. away. She'd read The Secret, I read it. We discussed it and we're both like, yeah, this this shit works. Mm -hmm. Like we're both really positive and like we'd keep each other like on track Mm -hmm. and then our friendship just like grew. Like we're still, fuck, that would have been like... 14, 13 years ago. That was like, like before I was born. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom was just a little I was baby. just a little, I was a wee baby. <laughs> yeah, um, and I attracted um. her and then that was it. I was like, shit, like someone else read it. And then you always meet more and more people that read it. And then mm. that was it. And then I just kind of like, I think I like bought it for friends. I'm like, you guys should read this. Because <laughs> I wanted like everyone to know about it and everyone to read it. And so what, what, what's the synopsis of like of the book, The Secret? Just um, in terms of like what you put out there, you get back. So yep. like um, positive thoughts that you put out there, like you get them back to you. Um, things that you think about, like you manifest. So it's like it's true. you ask the universe, you believe it and you receive it, whether that's positive or negative. So whatever that is, I'm like, fuck yeah, like we all have negative thoughts, but the vibration of the positive thoughts is way higher. Mm. So it's mm. just, it was all about that. And then... Since that age, when I was younger, I totally put that into practice. Like, I feel that's kind of weaned off a little bit. Mm. Um, But yeah, like that just, I honestly, that just completely changed my life. Moving out, reading that book and then being like, right, that's it. Yeah. Um, Because it's different. Um, It's, it's, we, I I feel like we need to make a distinction between the idea that it's, it's not just, oh, I'm going to think of, you know finding a million dollars yeah and then <laughs> it's gonna like be the there standard, yeah. yeah it's it's got to be i feel like there's a degree of um personal responsibility with it again though oh, because totally. you need to you need to know what you're trying to ask for yeah you need yeah. like to be connected to self to be like okay i'm not going to be like oh yeah i want to i want to i want a million hot chicks in here i want like a million hot dudes in here it's like no i actually really do want to achieve this goal that will help me along my path to authenticity mm. and then building and manifesting on that will actually lead you there. Well, you've got to believe it. So totally. if you are like, I want a million dollars, but you don't believe it in the slightest that you're going to get a million dollars, you're not going to fucking get a yeah, million yeah, dollars. Yeah. So that's like the whole part of it. So I feel like it's things that are within your reach of what you believe. Mm. So if you believe you're going to get something like, I was like, um, I remember working in the gym and I asked all these people that were literally like, you know, the standard walking on the treadmill, but I'm like, I'm just going to ask them. Like, I was obsessed with asking like, what's your regret? What do you wish you did? Cause obviously I kept trying to like improve myself and every single one of them said travel. Mm. And then I was like, right, I'm going to travel. So mm. I went to the States and then I was like, right, we're next. Went to Australia, my poor mom. Mm. <laughs> I was like, see ya. Mm. And then I was like, I only came here for a year for work experience. And then I just loved it. But it still begs the question, where did this all come from? The book. I know, but you were already doing this shit by the time you read the book. Not really. Well, How old were you in the book? Seven. When That's when you moved out of home when you were 16? Yeah, 16, 17 when I read it. So yeah. it all happened at the same time. I would say that was the two the two big things. Yeah, moving out of home is a massive thing, especially at that age. I feel like because I did it when I was young. You know when you're young, like nothing matters. At that age, I just shaved my three <laughs> hairs on my moustache. I got my first pube. Yeah. No, still waiting for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it happened at one. But when you're younger, 
like moving out wasn't even a big deal. But I feel like if I moved out when I was like in my twenties, I'd have been like, shit, this like I'm an adult. Yeah. But already by sixteen, I was like, I'm adulting. Wow, because everything was new anyway. Yeah, I just like puberty and all that shit was fresh. Just took it in my stride. Mm. That was it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then you came to Australia, and what? Um, Got a job straight away. What, like, no. did you know where you were going to live? So this is where the whole manifesting <laughs> came into it. So I moved, um, I stayed with a friend in, which is so funny. Mm. I stayed with a friend in Caulfield South, which is around the corner from Swartz, mm-hmm. that's where I work. Um, like, so weird. I stayed with her for a while until I found a place. And I was like, I want to work in the best gym in Melbourne <laughs> when I got here. I was like, I'm going to do it. So South Pacific Health Club down in, it's, you know, the St. Kilda Sea Baths where everyone goes. And at the time I was like doing the whole like bodybuilding just in the gym, like loving the machines and everything. Yeah. Getting um, a mad rig. Yeah. Working on the glutes. Yeah, still am. I like, I like those glutes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, right, I'm going to do it. Like mm. I'm going to work there and I'll never forget it. I applied and then it was like waiting. I was calling him every day. My manager at the time was called Chris. I just mm-hmm. kept calling, calling. Um, and I had like my first interview, I think I had like five interviews and mm. I ended up working for them. I said to myself, I'm giving myself 30 days. If I don't get it, I'm moving to another state or somewhere else, or I'm going back home. Well, not back home. I was just like, I'm going somewhere else. And on that last day mm. I got the job and that oh, was really? it. Yeah. Mm. Got the job at South Pacific. And then I just stayed. Like I just got introduced to CrossFit and yeah. then, yeah, I just loved it. Loved it. And then I was just, yeah, just stayed on. That was yeah. it. Any tough moments? Heaps. Yeah. Like I was a young girl traveling. <laughs> so many tough. Can you tell me that you almost got sold with a camel in Egypt? Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. That's I love it. I just laugh that off. That's in. That's insane. I feel like people that. Um, yeah, nearly got sold. <laughs> that go to Egypt and have been there will just know what's like. That's cash. That's hectic. Yeah. yeah. It's literally like a homeless person in Melbourne being like one dollar. Yeah, they're getting sold. <laughs> Do dudes get sold off there as well? Probs. That's insane. I don't know. Yeah. And so what, like, what other books has, like, impacted? Because I bought you a book for your birthday and you've still not read it. I know. It's because I've watched so much of this shit. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other books? Um, that was the major, like, I don't know. Like, you've seen all my books. All of them are half read. I know. Yeah, but that just could just be, like, you you, you feel like you've gotten I've enough. I've taken it, yeah. Yeah. I was speaking about this the other day, actually. It's like, you read half of it and you've already got all the information you need. Yeah. The second half of it is like confirming the first half of the yeah. information. Um, no, I would just say it was just like all her books. I've, I've actually read them all. Mm. I feel like they're just amazing. Probably because I was hooked on the first one when I was like super young. Yeah. Yeah. And so has it ever um, worked out against your favor? No. Any of that manifestation sort of stuff? I, I suppose it's different because you start to, to perceive your reality in a different way. Mm. And then it's like, oh, cool. I think that's, that, that is an area where I feel the placebo effect is, is really, really important because irrespective of how you see the world, irrespective of the belief you hold, because belief, you know, if we're speaking scientifically, well, you know, if we're speaking logically, a belief is just a thought that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to it, you know. No. So for all intents and purposes... You could have just read these books at the right time, the right place, and it just changed your world because you just totally believed it. You know, obviously, oh, I believe totally. it. I believe it too. I really love that idea of the law of attraction. You know, we always talk about it with us. Mm. Um, and um, but you know, fundamentally, if it's just a, a a thought that makes you feel nice, that could just be all it is, and there could be nothing to it. Yeah. 
you can believe what you want. Exactly. As long as you're not hurting anyone else. Yeah. And so, did you ever get into religion or anything? No. I wonder why. I don't know. I just didn't. Lots of beliefs. Yeah, but I feel like coming from Scotland, like it's definitely not a huge thing there. Like is it really? Not, like respect is huge, I'd say, but not like religion. Like I just didn't get into it. So it's like a pretty, is it not a big, ca- I don't know much about Scotland. Is it like Catholic? That's I know. need to go. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> is, there, is Catholic a big thing over there? Catholicism? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was a big thing. It's a thing. But yeah. It's a big thing. Like it's just, yeah. Normal. Yeah. Normal. <laughs> Well, like, there's not, like, big or small. It's just there. Like, mm. It's what it is. Mm, mm, for sure, yeah. And so then, what else? Like, what else has been... So you came here, you, you read The Secret, and then what <laughs> no, was I next? I read The Secret, then I came Sorry, here. <laughs> sorry, you read The Secret, and then you came here. And then what was next on the... Um, I guess we probably couldn't call it spiritual journey yet, but what was next on the, on the personal growth um, journey after CrossFit? Hmm... No, really. Just, I don't know, just always trying to, like, improve myself, I guess. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't know. Always just trying to be a better person, better at my job, better friend, like, all that sort of stuff. Well, we could talk about what you've been reading a lot about recently. What? Well, you want to move into, uh, eating a few portobello <laughs> mushrooms? No, I and... absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I've been reading heaps about psychedelics. Like, I'm so 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 interested in doing it Mm. like obviously there's like meditation um and like discovering like discovering sorry like the unconscious and discover like i always want to know more about yourself and like what's in there totally um i don't even know how i came across it because you've been going on about it like you had your super bad trip Mm. Which, which actually turned out to be the, the most amazing trip. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But you've talked about that for like a whole... Like I've known that for a whole year. Yeah. And I've not even like wanted to discover anything. Yeah. But recently, it's just been like in... I've been manifesting. Yeah. It's just in my face. I'm like, I really want it. Like I really, really, really want to try mushrooms. Yeah. Um, I just want to see what comes up. Apparently you meant to discover yourself and ayahuasca. Like I've just been frothing on, on the ayahuasca blogs. I know, I know. Like yeah. I really, like ideally I want to go to Peru. I want to try ayahuasca and yeah, just see what, cause apparently all like the negative shit or the trauma in your life that's happened that maybe you don't think about now, mm. but it comes up mm. Mm. and like you purge and you vomit and shit <laughs> yeah well the, and, and do all, you shit as well yeah you shit as oh, well oh do you no shit <laughs> all that stuff comes out all that negative energy i'm like just so keen to try it because it's a metaphysical concept isn't it what, that when when you say purging you're not physically vomiting you just get the feeling no, like you are or you do vomit as well physically vomiting oh really shitting. oh yeah. really yeah that's oh. all like in their like in the shaman word like that's all your negative energy coming out oh really mm. <sighs> so does that not scare you a little bit no i'm like bring it on like yeah. what's next so how yeah. so this it's a lot of um a lot of people find it difficult to build their letting go muscle and the ability to not repel energy for then it to become negative and this is why people develop things like anxiety and you know and and uh, resentment and and, and fear and, and all these sorts of things because they put these walls up to protect themselves from whatever they think they need to be protected from, you know? So is that what you think you did? Like put up walls? Lots and lots of walls. Yeah. Lots of walls. But I, I was putting up walls to guard something that I didn't even know I was trying to guard. Mm. You know, I feel like I was fundamentally so disconnected from from who I was 
um, authentically that I was just doing all these things and following all these things and, and, and just taking in the long, the wrong stimuli, stimuli and, and all these things. Um, and I didn't even know why. And it took a lot of unraveling, you know, it took a lot of, you know, there, there was the, the spiritual aspect of it for, for me to have the mushrooms and then, you know, have all these things fall apart you know, ex- externally. And, and then there was... that was like a bad trip though. You were like, this is really fucking bad. Yeah. Well, it built the walls up, um, even worse. You know, I had massive walls up because, um, again, you've, you've pushed me to even start talking about mushrooms again. I'm like, ah, you know, but then it's trigger, been, it's trigger. been really, yeah, but that's, they've been great. They've been really good, you know? Um, but it's been, it's been seemingly much less difficult for you to develop a letting go muscle and go deep within yourself and, and but like not even again spiritually to push yourself out there and travel and meet new people. I mean, you have to remember what you're three foot two. <laughs> yeah. You're well, I mean, you're this little Scottish girl. What is that? What? what to do with me traveling? No, because like a lot of people, I mean, you're physically, you know, not, I mean, if you came across, if, if I came across you in the middle of the night, I'd be like, probably a good chance I could take her. <laughs> Is it? Well, yeah, because people don't know you. Because I don't know that you could fucking, I don't know, out-squat me. Drop-kick you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Um, if you were a seven-foot person, I'm like, okay, that's, you probably have a bit, again, it's judging, totally judging the book by its oh, cover. No. But But you're, you're very little, and you, you're just so brave. You're super brave. And you, can, you feel like, you know, you can um, take over the world. That's one of the reasons why I love you, mm. you know? But where, where did this come from? That ability just to let go and just... I don't... Like, I just don't see it as, like, a thing. Like, yeah. that's always been me. I feel like mum said, like, I've always been super independent. And probably because, like, she's brought us up as, like, two... Like, she brought us up by herself as a single parent. And did a fucking mm. amazing job. But she brought us up as, like, two individual women that just... Like, my sister travelled as well the same time as me. Like, mm. we both just went and did our own shit because... That's just the way she brought us up. Like, like we were working young, like, because that was the best thing for us. Because independently, we're like, right, you need to earn money to get, like, this and to do stuff. Like, yeah, I just think the whole letting go thing was me. I don't know. Like, I was so interested interested in travel from a young age. And people's regrets. I was obsessed. Like, what do you regret? What do you regret? That's like, good. I want to do that. Yeah, it's totally fair. I don't want to regret anything. Mm. And, like, doing shit that makes you happy. Mm. Like fitness and seeing people do fitness and get better at it made me so happy like I still get goosebumps mm. still watching people do their first pull up their first push up or saying they made three classes in one week like mm. I still get goosebumps mm. yeah I just love it yeah. and why why do you love that so much love what having people say that sort of thing to you and, and do those sorts of things and you know getting a building a better relationship with their body and their physicality just because, like, I was there to help them do it or witness it. Like, it's so special that to be a part of someone else's journey of making themselves better. Mm. Like, Ashley, my best friend, was, like, a huge part of mine. Yeah. Like, huge. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think you would, let's just say, we found ourselves in Peru, mm. which we probably will. <laughs> we absolutely will. Yeah. We are going. Like, that <laughs> is next on the list. Yeah. Um, and... You drank the you drank the ayahuasca. Mm. Um, what do you think you would see? I don't. This is why I want to take it because, like, I want to see what because it's all like hidden, like hidden shit, hidden demons and hidden um, 
stuff that's in inside you that you've not come to terms with. Mm. So I don't know. Like, I have no idea what will come up. Mm. But they also say that the the subconscious will try to push push that stuff to you. You know, because we have to remember that you don't need to do all this stuff to become a happier person. You know, no. you can, you can I'm meditate. Not, I'm not you doing can... it for that reason. No, I know, totally. Like, I, I just want to... I just want to investigate myself. yeah 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 as the wife for sure yeah no but i mean you can you can meditate and you can d- build better relationships you can talk more honestly mm. and you can actually lead a more honest life by not lying to yourself and others and yeah, totally. you do all these i mean ecstatic dance has shown profound mm. impacts on people's lives and yeah. stuff you know drugs like mdma um ayahuasca psilocybin dmt you know these are i mean tribes have known about this stuff for thousands of years um but it's only becoming new in the Western world. Um, do you do you feel like there? Do you feel like you will see something with with the ayahuasca and with potentially the, the psilocybin that you may not have already come to recognize through your meditation and through building a better relationship with your body? And mm, I don't know. Like I just that's why I want to try because mm. I'm like, is there anything left for me to work on or for me to see or for me to do? Because mm. I want to can do it mm. and I feel like that's gonna like bring it out of me mm. yeah like I feel like I can meditate 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 but I'm like is there something more and if there's something more that can like get into that then I'm like right happy to build it yeah yeah what if it completely like changed your life oh, around no. Tom's a douche CrossFit <laughs> sucks go no. back to Scotland <laughs> that's the way I've gotta go yeah gotta goodbye go. Tom <laughs> yeah yeah I know goodbye that'd be hectic like, whoa, fuck this ayahuasca. <laughs> nah, no, mm. it wouldn't. Um, it just brings up shit that you're apparently not dealing with. So whatever yeah. that is, I'll, I, I want to deal with it. Mm. Mm. I want the challenge. It's good. Yeah. But people, so yeah, this is what I was talking about before. So they say that the subconscious, um, and I, I've definitely noticed this with my own journey as well, like mm. the subconscious will try to push what it wants you to try to move away from or move towards into the conscious, whether that's through... Um, the physical manifestation of pain, you know, then, hey, maybe you should just kind of stop doing this all the time. You know, if you're always getting back pain, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. Pain is like a sign, you know, um, that maybe you should change up a couple of things. If you're always stressed at work, hey, you know, spend some time with yourself to kind of figure out that maybe it's not everybody else's fault. Maybe Mm. it's the work or maybe it's the fact that you're perceiving work negatively and all this Mm. sort of stuff, you know. Can you think of... I just really want to dive into this. I know. <laughs> it's interesting. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you think of like anything in your life that you feel maybe you have a negative relationship with that you feel potentially like it could come up in this trip because it's your subconscious trying to push you to move away from or develop a different like, relationship with? Or... Is it Tom asking these questions? <laughs> I know. For fuck's sake. Let's just get on the Tell podcast. Tell me about your life. Get on the podcast, which has to answer yeah. that I don't know. I don't know. I, know. Um, I don't know. It's a tough question. Yeah, because I got to make the did um ayahuasca, and he said he didn't get anything from it. Yeah, but some people don't. Yeah, because he he and the reason he said that is because he reckons he was just in a good spot in life. Yeah. Yeah, see, that'd be really disappointing. I know. I know. You want your money back from that flight? (laughs) This is ridiculous. There must be something. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh god. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's nothing that. Hence why I want to do There's nothing I can pinpoint that's going to be like, you need to deal with this or deal with that. Because I feel like maybe I've dealt with it, but mm. 
Yeah. But you never know, hey. Because until you break down those walls wholeheartedly yeah. and, and observe that. Maybe we can do another podcast when I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> so this came up and this came up and this came up. We could up. do a podcast while we're on it. <laughs> Damn it, how do you do this? I can't vomit into the new I know. Mic. Not the new mic. Are you liking the new mic? Love it. I don't, I don't know. Like, what am I comparing it to? The headphones? No, I never, like you were never on. The yeah, it's true. It's true. So, where would you want to go most in the world then? What's your biggest travel destination? Italy. I, everyone hears me talk about it. Mm. I'm like, I feel I, like I've been ever in Europe apart from Italy. Like, why didn't I even go? Yeah. Italy. Have you is, not been there before? No. Italy's the, the number one destination. And then? I don't know. I love Bali. Mm. Only because I lived there. Mm. We'll totally go back there for sure. Mm. Mm. Bali's a lovely spot. Where do you mm. want to go? Where do I want to go? Um, I really want to go to France. I'm not fucking going yeah. there! <laughs> Mister, I speak a little bit of French. Oh, before I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I can say fromage. Do you know what that means? Miss, I learned Cheese. French at school, therefore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually going to say yogurt, but I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I just want to see the whole world. Yeah. I love it, you know? Um, I think every experience I've had overseas has just been so good to meet people that uh, like are completely different mm. to me oh, yeah, in great. every way. I'm like, how do you see the world like that? You know, that was one of the things with us <laughs> when you first started talking to me about the secret and all that sort of thing. I'm like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> Everyone thinks I don't even talk about Get it. Get a job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like discuss. Like, I just don't feel the need to discuss it, even though I'm discussing it on the podcast. But people are like, like this hoo-ha shit mm. well fine like don't try it mm. or try it and it might help you mm. like I'm just saying it personally helped me it doesn't mm. just fucking help everyone yeah like, it's true I just it was my thing mm. that you've been using the yeah. law of attraction yeah look, I, I love I always had a um, a um, what's the word I'm looking for yeah I always like respected the idea of the law of attraction I wouldn't say I'm into it as much as you are no. in terms of, you know, how profoundly it's changed your life and all that sort of stuff. Cause yeah. I think, I think for me, my equivalent of law of attraction has been, um, talking with people, Yeah, you know, yeah. um, as we talk about all the time, like mm. it, that's really helped, you know? And obviously there are times when like you and I disagree on shit. I'm like, Shibon, we need to have like an open, honest conversation. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, what? This is killing me. Our, like our religions are just yeah. vibing, you know? No. But, um, yeah, you develop your own tools, mm. for sure. Definitely. Yeah. That was my go-to. I know. Mm. Yeah. I feel like ayahuasca could be the next law of attraction. <laughs> could you imagine I know. having a shit day at ayahuasca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just send me some food. <laughs> Can't do a bodyweight squat? Ayahuasca. <laughs> don't um, worry, don't use the pull-up bar. Ayahuasca. <laughs> Great. What if everyone just tried ayahuasca? <laughs> I've even done it yet. Just put it out there if anyone in Australia has it. Can they just contact? Yeah, you? yeah. People just batching up cold brew, cold brew ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah. Bit of caffeine. Take it twice in the day. <laughs> You'll love it. it. Have it in the morning. Have it with some cortisol. Mate, I'd be putting it in my water bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine being coached by you in that class? Hey guys, how's it fast before it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'll be good. Yeah. Mm. Well, good little way to end it. Yeah. Enjoy it? Yeah. What'd you rate it out of 17? I don't know. I've got nothing else to compare it to. True. 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 Can you do it again? Yeah. After you take an ayahuasca. <laughs>
Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. And this this podcast is all about, you know, spirituality and mental health and authenticity mm. and all that sort of stuff. So it'd be interesting to see what um what comes up in the perch. Yeah, I can't wait. Mm. Bonnie. What do you think? Do you reckon they enjoyed it? Are we not done? <laughs> we are, but this is the outro now. Outsource. This is the um, outro. I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. I hope they enjoyed it because, I mean, we're going to be doing heaps more. We are doing so heaps more. hopefully. And what sort of content do we want to bring to the listeners as well? I know this is the My Mate podcast, but um, in all of our sort of stuff together, what what do we want to bring? Uh, I just think loads about our tra- I get so many questions about our traveling and where we are and what we're doing. So mm. I think lots about that, which we won't give away right now. Yes. And yeah, I don't know. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's lots it. of traveling stuff and how we're doing it and what we're doing. Because so. mm, mm. we don't have a lot of money. We don't have any money. <laughs> but we are making it happen, I guess. We are making shit happen. Trying to. Trying to. Yeah. Uh, guys, one recommendation from today, if you did like the Law of Attraction stuff, is the book, Bon. Which one? Well, what was the first one that got you into it? The Secret. Yes, yes. You can take it for what you will, but fundamentally the the thing I got out of The Secret was essentially just visualize any goal or desire you have as though it's already currently your reality and you do start to behave in a way that coincides with those deepest desires. I think that's a really great um, takeaway from it. It's essentially, you know, if you're someone that doesn't want to have any fear, well, if you didn't have any fear associated with that thing you're fearful of, how would you behave? Would you, for example, stay inside all day or would you go and live the life that you truly want to live? And the more you can visualize that desire or goal as a reality, the more you will actually begin to truly live that as though it was happening. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's certainly what we're trying to do, although it's not that easy. <laughs> no, but it's, it'll be worth it. It is worth it, yeah. All right, team. Bye for now.